Hi TJs, it's John here, hope you're all well. Uh, I recently talked to Sean Purcell, author, speaker and host of the Better Business Podcast. Do check that out after you've listened to this, of course. Uh, Yeah, we spoke recently about uh, whether people will return to the office in uh, the same numbers as before. Are we flexibly working for good? What the future of work a few years down the line looks like and also how we can prepare for a recession. So it's a chat which is very important in terms of uh, what's coming up in business for all industries. Do have a listen. And I'll speak to you very soon. The ongoing effects of COVID, how has it changed our outlook on office life, do you think? Has it changed our outlook uh, for good? And if so, uh, what do you think it's going to be like in the future in terms of working flexibly? Will we return to the office so much or where do you think we're going with this? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. And I think even even now we're still trying to get our heads around um, what's acceptable working in the workplace and what's really uh, acceptable for us staying at home um, and trying to work from home wherever possible. But I think this was something that was probably coming uh, along along the track at some point. It just happens to be that COVID-19 has maybe accelerated that process. I, I certainly remember that a lot of businesses have been talking about remote working, virtual working, using conference calls and, and systems like that to try and uh, engage staff, particularly in businesses where maybe they have more of a regional or a national reach. Um, and so for me, I think what COVID-19 has done is brought some of those conversations that we would have been having incrementally um, to the fore and has forced a lot of businesses to think really critically about actually, do we need to bring people to one centralised location, what I used to call the mothership uh, in, in one of my own work? Uh, when I used to be a director of a, of a national company, um, we used to have a head office that was based down in the heart of, of Essex. And we often wanted people, uh, senior managers to come there. And we had people from sort of Manchester and Dublin and all sorts making this long trek once a month uh, to come to meetings and, and to be seen. And we felt that there was some value to be had in in everyone coming, as I say, to the mothership. But then after a while, I think, what you realise is that actually the quality of some of the technology and the systems that we've got out there actually negate the the need for us to do lots of lots of travelling. And then actually, when you think about it, is all that travel and all that movement a really good use of our time? And I think that what people are starting to realise is that when you were at home in the lockdown to begin with, there was there was a fear certainly from some businesses that I work with and, and, and coach that the staff given an inch they'd take a mile and they'd sit at home and watch Netflix all day in their in their boxes and actually what we found is that people got more work done they were more productive they enjoyed engaging through um, online systems and they actually felt that they were in better control of their day and gave a better output and I think the business owners are, are now having to think twice about whether or not, even when the government changes the rules about people being able to come back into the workplace, whether they really want to have those sort of big, um, those, those big hubs and those big locations that everybody needs to converge on. And I, th- I think you're going to find in the future that a lot of uh, these office spaces are going to be given back, they're going to be sublet, um, and we're going to look at new ways of, of operating without people having to come in five days a week to the same location. So that's my next question. It's about the future. 
what do you think the future of work is going to look like then? Do you think there'll be fewer job roles because of technology? Or do you think technology is going to just enhance what we do? Or where do you think our relationship with that lies now? Yeah, I think a lot of people are concerned about technology because they assume that it will uh, it will replace what's what's already being done. And we know that there are a, a number of uh, jobs out there that automation and AI and um, uh, that sort of thing will eventually replace. But that doesn't mean that there won't be any jobs. What we often find is that there is a displacement to other types of jobs. So there are lots of um, jobs out there like software engineer and things that actually there aren't enough people for the jobs that are out there, um, the jobs that are available. And I think that what we're going to see is that although classically some of those jobs are going to disappear, there is opportunity for people to retrain and shift into jobs that will emerge as a result of of, uh, changes in, in technology. So rather than people see technology as being the thing that takes away their employment, it's probably worth looking at technology as one of the things that will actually give you a brand new, enriching and very different type of job going forward. And and even further forward than that, hopefully by 10 years time, say 2030, Mm. um, the recession, which is sort of only just starting to happen it's probably i think we're going to see it in full swing unfortunately in 2021 but maybe in 10 years time we will have recovered uh or or we'll have at least put in some strategies to be on the road to recovery where do you think the sectors are that will be thriving uh after we come out of this and within those sectors what skills do you think employees should be looking to sort of embed now in their workplace yeah, I think that if you look at some of the industries and sectors that are, that are going to do well, we know that the classic retail and hospitality as we know it now um, may not do so well in, in, in the coming years. We, we, we know that with the changes that have been happening um, recently, it's going to take a very long time for those sorts of industries to recover. But that doesn't actually mean that industries will necessarily disappear and they can't thrive. I think what we're going to see is, um, if I sort of spin the question a little bit, that we're going to see a lot of the sectors and industries that we've got now have to innovate and change. Um, So, for example, I think you're going to move into a world absolutely where in the future, if you take something like retail, it's going to be an online retail experience. So while classic bricks and mortar retailers will struggle. I think coming back to the point we were talking about earlier, uh, the technological advancement will actually mean that you'll get virtual shops and a virtual retail experience that's very much focused on personalization, that's very much focused on gathering your data um, and using that data in a very clever way to be able to put in front of you the right types of products and services. So I think that it's not necessarily that we'll see any sectors disappear or die, but we'll see some significant innovation in existing sectors to enable them to still have a place in the future. And I think what that means is that a lot of new industries and and, and new jobs will be created in those businesses that enable otherwise traditional industries to innovate and do things differently. 
So I think we're going to see um, a, a lot more in, in the world of AI, for example. We're going to see a lot more in the world of, of robotics, for example. We're going to see um, a lot of work in, in terms of things like virtual reality. I know that um, there are a lot more conferences at the moment that are trying to move to this sort of world of of virtual reality so that they don't have to have the physical events, but they can bring what were significantly very traditional but big face-to-face events right into your into your home. So I think that's probably where that's going to go. And therefore, for me, I think what employees need to be thinking is what skills and, and um, capabilities do I need to develop in the next few years? What do I need to learn about that relates to uh, technological advancement, um, how our consumer is is changing, um, and and innovation. And I think that if you've got a very creative mind, I think if you're very switched in to coming up with innovative ways of delivering existing or traditional products and services, I think as an employee, you're going to have a real contribution to making a lot of these businesses going forward. Well, this is a good place to uh, ask the last question. You mentioned it already, actually. But what can business and uh, leaders within business do now to prepare for what we think? You've, you've talked a lot about the way that sectors are going to innovate. But um, at this point in time, coming towards the end of 2020, early 2021, what would you say things are that leaders and businesses can do right now to prepare? Yeah, I think the first thing to do is actually look at where your consumer is going to be. We know that that the consumer market is changing and changing quite rapidly. So a a lot of work I do is with the millennial generation. We know that in the US, the millennial generation demographically is the largest already. It's about to be that in the UK, which means that actually a lot of those millennials are coming into, you know, I've always hated (laughs) having to say this and acknowledge this myself as a millennial, but are coming into things like middle age and actually have priorities around young families, education, health, Um, they're going to have, we've got to start thinking very creatively if we're in an industry, for example, in health and social care, about what our business needs to do to capitalise on an increasingly older demographic at the other end. Um, And I think so leaders and, 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 and business owners, they really need to be sitting there and going, right, where is our consumer going? What the, the, the consumers that have got us here won't necessarily get us there. And because we've got an aging population, because we've got more millennials coming into the world of the world of work and middle age and things, because we've also got that that increase in Gen Z at the bottom end. So those 17, 18, 19 year olds for some of us. Um, what is that actually going to do for our product and service going forward? So it's consumer first, I would be suggesting, is the first thing that they need to be looking at. Great stuff. Well, Sean, thanks for your time. Uh, good luck with the Better Business podcast. Uh, quick, Thank you. Quick little advert there for your for your new podcast, which, which seems to be doing really well. So I hope that goes well. And uh, I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you very much.